0: Slash tech news. That's slash tech news. Today we're talking about the hard sail test hitting the high seas and a Russian spacecraft hitting the moon. Let's start off in the sea. The cargo ship, equipped with rigid sails, each the height of a 10-story building, has departed on its inaugural journey. The Pixis Ocean vessel will test wind-wing sails designed to harness old-school air power to help reduce fuel usage and the shipping industry's CO2 emissions. The sails creators estimate the technology could decarbonize cargo ships by about 30% as the maritime sector tries to reach net-zero emissions by 2050. The estimated reduction could be higher if paired with alternative fuels. The ship has been retrofitted with two wind wings, each measuring 37.5 meters, 123 feet tall. The rigid sails are made from the same materials as wind turbines and can be added to cargo ship's decks, providing an option for older vessels to reduce environmental impact. The ship's maiden voyage will chart a route from China to Brazil. The project is a collaboration between Bar Technologies, which developed the sails, Cargill Ocean Transportation, Mitsubishi Corporation, and Yara Marine. The maritime industry is an extremely hard industry to decarbonize, said Cargill President Jan Dielman. So there's not many tools that you have, so it's really important that we as users on the maritime industry are also going to get involved in some of the innovation and really move the industry forward. The shipping industry agreed in July to reduce its greenhouse gas emissions to net zero by or around, i.e., Close to 2050. The non binding agreement is essentially toothless, but meant as a signal to governments of where to benchmark their binding targets, according to the New York Times. The agreement would have been even more lax if not for a strong last minute push from small island nations and other less economically developed coastal countries, which led to a plan that provides a chance at limiting global warming to 1.5 degrees Celsius. That's the threshold climate experts agree the world needs to avoid void to spare earth from the worst climate change scenarios. We fought tooth and nail for these numbers, Carlos Fuller, Belize's representative at the United Nations, told the NYT last month. They aren't perfect, but they give us a shot at staying within 1.5 degrees Celsius, and that's what we came here to do. Wind power has the potential to help reach those goals, but adoption is a challenge. We have the number of ships using this technology doubling over the past 12 months, Stephen Gordon, managing director at maritime data firm Clarkson's research, told the BBC. This is from a low base, however. In the international shipping fleet and new build order book of over 110,000 vessels, we have records for under 100 having wind-assisted technology today. Now time to look to the moon. Russia's first attempt to land on the moon since 1976 has ended in disappointment. Ten days after its August 10th launch, Russia's state-run space agency Roscosmos confirmed its Luna 25 spacecraft had spun out of control and rammed into the moon. The apparatus moved into an unpredictable orbit and ceased to exist as a result of a collision with the surface of the moon, Roscosmos explained in a statement. The organization initially reported the incident as an abnormal situation before sharing news of the crash. Luna 25 was headed to the South Pole to find water ice and spend a year analyzing how it emerged there and if there was a link with water appearing on Earth. It was also set to test drive technology and examine the regolith, the soil covering moon rock. The plan was for it to remain in the moon's orbit for five days before touching down on August 21st. Luna 25 took a range of images pre-crash, including one of the Zeman crater near the moon's south pole. If successful, it would have been the first craft to land on the south pole, a title that may now go to India. Russia was racing to beat India, whose spacecraft launched on July 14th and is expected to land on the moon on August 23rd. Countries across the globe are gearing up for their own moon missions. Currently, the United States plans to have humans orbit the moon in 2024 and land on it in 2025. China, Japan, Mexico, Canada, and Israel are among the other nations with active plans to reach the moon. Thanks for listening to the show. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Today's show featured journalism by Gadget contributor Will Shanklin and Sarah Fielding and was produced by Spoken Layer. I'm Imran Shaikh, and we'll talk more tomorrow.
1: Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money?